making money while you sleep is the ultimate goal. But if you have a family, if you have a nine to five job that's super demanding, if you're just trying to have a life in general, it can make that goal a dream or even worse, an impossibility. So there's three things that I did to be able to achieve a fairly passive income with my affiliate marketing blogs. And I wanna share them with you right now and go over these tactics and actually show you some things that you can do to apply them right now so that you can have more time with your kids and family. And welcome to the Blogger Evolution. My name is Chris, glad to have you here. And here we talk about building passive income streams that work for you so you don't have to. So I just got finished watching an episode of The Office, so I'm in a good mood. If you're an Office fan, please let me know down in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube. But before we get started, if you want to build a passive income online that can possibly be able to replace your income so that you can quit your nine to five job, just like I was able to do, be sure to go check out my free training over at bloggerevolution.com slash workshop that's bloggerevolution.com slash workshop it's 100 free so there's no real reason not to do it and you'll be able to build up something that's going to be working for you which is really what we're going to be talking about in this episode today so let's go ahead and jump into the three things that i did to be able to build a passive income online so number three is you need to know your worth you need to know your worth now one way that I was able to learn my worth was the hard way. And let me know if you've had to learn it the hard way as well. But there was a time where my job was taking advantage of me, like really taking advantage of me. Now, I was I was a good employee and, you know, I tried to do everything right. You know, I, they asked me to stay overtime. I'd stay overtime. If they asked me to come into work on the weekend, I was always on call. There was a couple of times where I had to go into the office after midnight just to make sure something was working for people the next day once they actually showed up to work. So, I mean, even with all of that, I was blind to a really, really crucial fact. And I'll get into that. So, Overtime, staying late, uh, taking less money to work there. I remember I had two job opportunities and one was a more difficult job. One was a little bit of an easier job. But they told me, you know, we'll be able to pay you what the other one's paying you if you just start with us. So with that promise, I decided to start with them. So at that point, I was already selling my soul, you know, just to try to to get a couple of extra bucks and thinking that I had a bigger uh, uh, chance of growing with this other company. And because I took less money to go there, I promised I'd be able to make that money back. I think they told me like a year, maybe two years. I remember joining extra groups. They told me, hey, if you do this, then it's going to make your review in August look amazing. So I joined a couple of groups. I even took the lead in uh, running a few company uh, little projects and everything. I remember I was part of a specific team that took advantage of um, Macintosh computers. That's just, if anyone ever had a question about them, I was the one that they went to. But I was, you know, taking the lead in all of these places and getting lots of good reviews from my peers. People would come to me and say, hey, Chris, you're doing an excellent job. Thanks so much for handling this extra thing for us. And, you know, just stuff like that. And my numbers were awesome. I mean, they were amazing to the point to where I was completely outworking my colleagues. I was really just um, doing everything that I could just to be able to get that raise in August. But then you know what happened? 
Well, I finally had a meeting with my boss. He sat me down. He showed me my numbers and he showed me where everyone else was in our little department. Their dots were like around here. And when I say around here, if you're listening to this on the podcast, they were down and to the left. If you imagine the graph. And then he showed me my stats and my stats were up and to the right, way out, just completely outperforming. And I had only been there for about a year or two. And then he told me right there, well, you're doing amazing. You're outperforming everybody who's here. People who have been there for over 20 years. I was outperforming them in in just a very short period of time that I was there. He told me I had promised. He told me that I was going to go places within that company. And then he dropped a bomb on me. He told me that they didn't have the budget for the raise that they had promised me. So at that point, I felt pretty taken advantage of. I felt small. I had done all this extra work for an entire year just to get to this one point where I can sit down with my boss boss, and try to get like an extra, what, probably one or two dollars an hour added to my um, salary. It got to the point to where I was like, why am I even working hard? Why am I doing anything? Why am I stretching myself at all? If work was done at five o'clock, I was sticking around just to try to finish stuff up. But then after this situation, when five o'clock came, I was gone. You see, you can't make those types of, of, of promises to anybody and just straight up lie about it. And then just pump my head up and tell me everything that I was doing was right just to not be able to reward me at the end. And I know it's worse for some people because some people aren't even offered raises at all. There's an old Jet Li quote that says, if you're killing yourself, I'm sorry, you are killing yourself for a job that would replace you within a week if you dropped dead. Think about that. You're killing yourself for a job that would replace you within the week if you dropped dead. Now think about your family. If you were to drop dead today, do you think they'll miss you? Now, look, I don't mean, I don't want to get like super serious with this, but I just want you to understand that I was doing everything that I could possible to try to make that job happy just for them to not repay me at all. But when it comes to your family on the other end, if you do everything that you can to make sure their lives are good and happy, it's more likely than not you're going to have a more, a better return in that in that time investment. So from that moment on, I stopped slaving for my employer. I started slaving for myself and started slaving for my family because I knew that they wouldn't take advantage of me as bad as that job would. Now, some actionable advice for this, something that you that we can do practically. Because of everything that I went to went through with that job, I realized one thing. I needed to take more time for myself, but I didn't have that time. So I actually sat down. I took an inventory of everything that I do in a in a week's time. If I went to the bathroom for more than, you know, 10 minutes, I wrote it down. And then at the end of the week, I wanted to look at all of the time that I was spending doing stuff. And you know what one of the biggest time wasters I was using? Netflix and binge watching on shows. You know, there was one show that I binge watch. Ah, I forgot which one it was. It, whatever, whatever. What, it was like a 19 seasons. And of the 19 seasons, each episode is like an hour. And you think about it. That's 20 episodes. 
you know, a season, 19 seasons, that's quite a few episodes. And at an hour each, just imagine all of that time that you're just sitting there just watching TV. So I sat down and realized that I needed to give up something. So I quit watching Netflix. I quit binge watching on shows. Now, as time has gone on, I've gone back to that. You know, I do binge watch shows again. But for a small, specific period of time, while I was building this business, I needed to do something that was going to be different than what I was doing before. I was tired from going to work. I was tired from coming home and, uh, uh, you know, having a, a fresh son, a fresh kid who wants to play, you know, and that was tiresome. And sometimes it was a little, it, it was tough being able to tell him no, you know, that I couldn't play with him at that moment because I was just too tired working 15 hours at a job that day. So I started taking the extra things that I was doing and cut down severely on time wasters and started using that time to build myself up, to build my business up. And now after a while and things are like rolling and humming, you don't have to really think about it too much anymore. I still work, don't get me wrong, but it's more targeted work. I know what I'm working on. So what are you doing that you might be wasting time on? Sit down for like a week, maybe even two weeks. Write down every little thing you do every part of the day and see where you can find at least an hour a day to build your own business. So that's the first one is to know your worth. The second one is you need to be fed up. And this one is a heartbreaker, okay, because it broke my heart. Um, Because I work so much, I started missing some important parts of my life. And most importantly, some important parts of other people's lives, like my family's. And the one thing I realized is that you don't get time back. You know, you work a job and every two weeks you get paid, you know, or if you get paid, you know, once a week or once a month, whatever. But as long as you're working that job, you're going to have consistent money coming in. So I might get paid and I might blow that money on something, you know, that I probably shouldn't have. You know, after I paid bills, obviously, but maybe the little expendable income that I did have, I went and blew it on something. Two weeks later, I got paid again and I could do it again. You know what doesn't work like that? Time. Once time is gone, time is gone. You do not get it back. So if you miss something, you miss it forever. It's kind of like rewatching a football game. Um, I adore football. I'm, I've been watching football for my whole life. And it's, when it comes to a football game, I still re- used to record games and I would just rewatch them later. But that was just because that was my favorite team. But, you know, I could never really bring myself to rewatch a game if it was two teams that I didn't really care about because it didn't matter because I already knew the result. I mean, if you already know the result of something, what's the point of doing it over again? You know, certain things you might want to do over and over again because it's a favorite thing of yours. But I couldn't rewatch certain video games or recording of a game if I already knew what was going on. It's because that time has already passed. It's already happened. Being able to watch the game in that moment is totally different than knowing the result and then watching it later. So anyway, keep that in mind that time doesn't doesn't respond, not respond, but time doesn't come back to you. Once you've used it, it's gone. So I remember one time coming home from work and I have been working extra hard those last few weeks because we had a couple of bills to pay. We had a $9,000 hospital bill 
which is another story for another day. But I had to repay that kind of stuff, right? So I came home and I started playing with my son Benji, and uh, he's a he's a very you know smart kid for his age, at least in my opinion. I'm sure every parent probably thinks that. But he said a really complicated word when he was only like you know one one and a half years old. I don't remember what it was, so I'm just gonna make up a word. Let's just say it was passive income or something, right? That's a that's a bit advanced for you know a toddler, right? So you know let's just say he said passive income, and I was like floored, completely shocked. I couldn't believe it. I was like, whoa say it again. And he said it again. And I was like, he saw that I laughed. So he was like, he kept saying it over and over again, thinking, oh my God, this is so awesome. And I was thinking, wow, this is so cool. So it was just me and him playing. So I picked him up and I run him to my wife and I say, listen to what he got to say. And I tried to get him to say it. He wouldn't say it, but then he eventually, after some prodding, finally said it again. And then my wife was like, oh yeah, he's been saying that for about a week now going to be honest, my heart dropped at that moment. And if you can relate with that, please let me know, because that right there, just knowing that's like the, the in the face shot that you're missing out on your kids lives. I was missing out on Benji growing up. And it was at that moment that I realized that I was working too much and I was missing some crucial, crucial moments in my kids life. So instead of being stuck in a cubicle, instead of being stuck in an office or wherever, life is still going on on the outside of those four walls that you might be finding yourself stuck in. You need to live that life. I don't know where we got this whole, you know, working hard as being acceptable. And not saying that you can't work hard, but it depends on the kind of hard work that you're doing. You know, in some, you know, societies, in some places, if I tell someone, oh, yeah, I work on a blog, I might work on it, you know, 10 hours a, a, a month. And they're like, oh, you, you don't work hard. Yet I probably earn more revenue than they do in a two week period, in a month's period. Why? I don't know why that's, that's the case. But a lot of times people are, oh, you know, if you're not working and grinding 80 hours, then you're not really trying. No, you got to be smart with the time that you're using. You got to be smart with where you're placing your time and effort. And if you're placing your time and effort in something that's just going to drain you and steal you of your time, then what's the point? You know, there's this old meme. Uh, and a meme is like, you know, a picture with words on it usually. But it was this old guy standing next to a Ferrari. And he was leaning on it, you know, and this is an older guy, you know, he had glasses, white hair, and he's like, just looking all nice and proud. And his employee walks up to him and he says, hey, that's a really nice car. And the guy's smiling and you can see the little thought bubble. And he says, it sure is a nice car. And if you keep your head up, if you uh, um, keep your head on straight and you keep working really, really hard, then I will be able to afford another one of these next year. Ouch, right? Ouch. Do you see the point? We're working really hard, so hard, to build up someone else's passive income. Think about what your boss might be doing. And it may not even be your boss, maybe not your manager, but think of the person above them and the person above them. How hard are they working? In a lot of instances, they're not doing very much at all. I used to work at a bank and the CEO of the bank didn't even have a computer on his desk. What was the point? 
everybody under him was doing all of the work. So what can we do practically? Until you are tired of your situation, until you are fed up with me, it was, you know, the heartbreaking truth of knowing that my kid was growing up without me. Then you're not going to make any moves to fix it. You have to be fed up with your situation. That way, the mindset will be correct and nothing's going to stop you from building that passive income while you're working. I was able to build the passive income while I was working because it had to work. Because if it didn't, I was just going to be in the exact same spot. Choosing something that I might have to sacrifice now in terms of time is going to build out to eventually become something that's huge and probably bigger than you. But you're going to be able to devote the right time to the right things. And at that point, you know, you could take a month off if you feel like it. If you're working online, you have a computer, all you need is an internet connection. You can split the France for six weeks and still keep your business running because you don't need to be in a cubicle or in an office building. So be fed up with your situation and realize that whatever your thing is, think about your thing in life, whatever your thing is that you're missing out on, make that be your motivation. Too often people make money their motivation. Money can't be your motivation because money is just a tool. Money is just a, is something that's a means to an end. You need to have something deeper than money to keep you going. That way, when things get tough and maybe the money's not rolling as much as you want, you'll continue to do it. So that's number two, be fed up. The number one thing that I needed to realize in order to make a passive income while working a job was I needed to take not just take action, but I needed to take correct action or correct action. And like all of a sudden my English is split is uh, <laughs> is evading me. But yeah, you need to take correct action. So back in 2015, I started blogging, but I didn't really take it seriously until 2017. And you're going to be surprised at what I was doing in those two years in between. Look, during the time, I had a pretty hard time making ends meet. Uh, we were $30,000 in credit card debt, like bad credit card debt, high interest. The monthly payments were just ridiculous, you know, uh, barely making enough just to get by. I remember this old commercial where this guy's like um, cleaning his pool and he's on a uh, he's on a lawnmower and he's just grinning really, really hard. And, and, and he's saying, I'm in debt to my into my eyeballs. I can barely make my finance payments. Somebody help me. That's how I felt at the time. I don't know if you remember that commercial. Go on um, YouTube and, and try to find it. I might even link it down below because it's a hilarious commercial. But I felt exactly like that guy. I was drowning and I didn't know what to do to get out of it. But in 2015, I did discover affiliate marketing and blogging. And I tried it out. And it got a little hard. I did a couple of things that I probably shouldn't have when it comes to building up that that blog. And I didn't take it seriously. And then after it didn't work, after a couple of weeks, after a couple of, yeah, probably a few weeks, I moved on. And then I tried to do some other stuff that maybe had a little bit more of an immediate return. Like I tried doing online surveys. I tried doing uh, test websites, you know, where you go to a website and you click on a few things and you give feedback as to how your experience was. I don't know if you ever heard of that. One of those places I believe is called user testing. 
you know, I was doing micro jobs online where I they'd want me to go to Amazon and add a couple of reviews or something. I was doing all of these things, but I was really only making pennies and spending a lot of time doing it. I also got into wedding DJ. I actually started moonlighting as a DJ. Wedding photography. I sold laptops online. I sold clothes. I was flipping computers. I was doing a lot, but I wasn't doing any one thing well because none of that stuff worked. It made a little bit of money here or there, but nothing life-changing, nothing game-changing. So I had a job and I had money coming in so because I didn't really have a good motivation, I just kind of coasted. I knew that it was getting worse and the situation was there. I was just floating. I like to call a job a J-O-B or just over broke. That's what I like to call a job. That's where I was. I was just barely keeping my head above water. But then on our anniversary, my wife dropped a bomb on me. She told me we were pregnant with our son, Benji. Wow, that's kind of like changed everything and she sat me down and she said Chris I want to be able to stay home with him I wanted to she wanted to give him mommy care rather than daycare and daycare is stupid expensive I'm sure you (laughs) know about that it got to the point to where her working a job was just to pay for the daycare at which point it was cheaper for her to quit which I don't know why that makes sense but that was the case But she wanted to stay home completely. And to be honest, we couldn't afford it at the time. We were already barely treading water. And she wanted to quit her job. And I told her, you can't. You have to at least have a part-time or something. But she sat me down and said, look, Chris, you need to figure this out. So I had to put on my big boy pants, right? I had to become a man overnight, basically. And I started looking around again for another way to make money, you know? And... I had taken blogging, if I had taken blogging seriously from the very beginning, from that first time I was introduced to it in 2015, I would have been two years further into where I was at that point. But because I I messed around, because I took this chance, I took that chance, I was taking action, but I wasn't taking the correct action. So for two years, I just wasted time. If I had just stuck with one thing, I didn't necessarily would have had had have had the added stress of trying to replace my wife's income within nine months. Look, the point is, there's a lot of ways to make money online. There is. There's so many different things you can do. But only a few of them are going to give you a true passive nature. Amazon FBA, it works fine. You know, Amazon dropshipping, it works fine as well. You know, there's many other ways that you can do it. But there's something about blogging that blog posts that I wrote five years ago, four years ago, are still ranking on the first page of Google and still getting me revenue today. If I post something on Instagram, it's gone in less than a day. If I post something on Twitter, it's gone in 15 minutes. Or probably faster. But just the staying power that blogging has is outstanding and amazing. So in order to do this, I want you to go follow some people on social media who are already doing what you want to do and follow their example. Follow them for a little while, though. Don't just 
you know, sign up for the first thing that they say, go and do. Follow them for a while. Make sure that they're actually living the life. Look at their uh, uh, past history and see if they've been creating content online talking about this particular subject for a while. And if so, then you should be able to trust them and then give it a chance. And if you can stick with it long enough, then you're going to see some results. So those are the three things that I did to make a passive income while I was still working a nine to five. A lot of it had to do with motivation and mindset. If I didn't have these things happen to me, I wouldn't have worked to build that passive income. So number three, know your worth, be fed up and take action. Are you in a similar spot right now? Where were you just a few years ago? And where are you now? Are you in the same spot? Are you moving forward toward anything? Are you fed up with your situation? Or are you just treading water because things are comfortable? What do you think is stopping you right now from just putting the, you know, actually doing something and making time to build a passive income? Well, Chris, I know a lot of you might be, and a lot of you might be saying, well, Chris, I, I hear what you're saying, but I just don't have time. I got kids working a full-time job. I'm trying to live a life. I get it. I was there. But let me ask you, do you have 30 minutes to an hour a day to set aside? I believe the average person spends over an hour on social media every single day, if not more. Maybe cut out social media for a little while and build something that's going to be there for years to come. If you want a little help with doing that, be sure to go check out my uh, free training I have over at bloggerevolution.com slash workshop. That's bloggerevolution.com slash workshop. It's a free passive income workshop that shows you exactly how to build a blogging business and hone your affiliate marketing skills. Why? So that eventually you might be able to quit your job just like I was able to do with this exact same business model. And the beautiful part of it is you only need about an hour a day. And it's free, so there's no excuse to not at least go check it out. So go over to bloggerevolution.com slash workshop. I'll be sure to put a link down in the description.